0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, are we treating our partners like children? Plus, it's Bring Your Daughter to Work Day for Biz, Teresa show's Buzz Lightyear, Who's Boss?, And we welcome back Chris Routley of the National Stay at Home Dad Network and the blog Daddy Doctrines. Woo! Woo indeed! I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a little extra wooer in our woo today. There was something extra going on in the woo. There was. And the extra is Katie Bell is here with us today in the studio. (laughs) Yay! Yay. Katie Bell! (laughs) Katie Bell. I'm going to first ask Teresa how she's doing and just get that out of the way. Yes. Right? (laughs) Teresa, who cares? Teresa, how are you? I'm fine. Whatever. My daughter's here. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Katie Bell. Yes? How are you? Good. Is there something special about today?
1: Yes. It is my birthday. (gasps) And I am turning six. Yay!
2: Yay! Can we sing to Katie Bell? Yes.
1: Oh, I
0: yes, we will. And okay. I will openly admit that the song Happy Birthday is mm-hmm. the most difficult song for me to sing. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely cannot sing it. Alright. And usually in large gatherings, I just mouth the words. Do you guys want me to sing it solo? Mm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm so gonna, we're gonna we're gonna sing it to Katie Bell and make it as weird as possible in a tiny booth. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday to you.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy
0: birthday, dear Katie Bell. Happy birthday to you. Clearly, I just have to make everybody start singing it. We're way down in my range. Yeah, it was (laughs) fun. That's not what happens at children's parties normally. Okay, you you know what?
2: Jesse and I, whenever we're at, like, whenever we, like, are calling a family or, Mm -hmm. like, friend on their birthday Uh to sing to them, we... Always start on totally different keys, yes. and then we look at each other while we're singing, and we glare at each other, <laughs> and we try to like get the other person to back down from their note and like come and join us in our key. Nice.
0: Yeah, it's awful. We that, sound we sound horrendous that's together. Good. <laughs> uh, so, Katie Bell, yes, uh, you got some. Do you want to do you want to share anything? You want to tell us about your favorite birthday gifts you got today? Yes. Okay. I have two.
1: Two okay. favorites. Number one. Um, I, um, a, a Merida Bowen arrow with plunger arrows, but <gasps> they didn't, they never stuck. Oh, well, they don't stick they, yet. We gotta, oh, we gotta work yeah. that out. We gotta yeah. work that out. Two, two, my, pa- my father's sister got me a, a, a plastic lightsaber that lights up. You yes, push the, awesome. You push the button mm-hmm. and, and you go like this. Mm mm-hmm. well, she swinging her hand. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then. And if you move it around, it makes sounds that that sounds like you're actually fighting someone with a, with another lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And it's very cool. I got mine was blue. It,
0: it's very cool. And she, I think the reason that we say it's plastic is so that no <coughs> one thinks we're letting six year olds walk around with real lightsabers. They light- could destroy. Yeah, what would they do?
1: Yeah, I I I hit a lot of stuff, but nothing broke. <laughs> oh, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if it was a real lightsaber, everything would be destroyed. Yes. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And next week, we're having a birthday party. Okay. Party. all right. Yeah. And, and I'm like inviting like thirty kids. Yeah, we're gonna talk Whoa. about that a little later. I yeah. think. Okay. So a lot of kids are gonna be in our backyard. That's. Uh, oh, and you're having it at your house. We're having it at the okay. house. A lot of a mm-hmm. lot of things. A lot of things happening with that. Um, Can I ask a question? Please. Yes. What's the difference
2: between being five and
1: being six? Well, there's, I think, like two different, two differences. One, different classes because, like, first grade, and kindergarten. Two, well, it feels like taller. You feel mm-hmm. taller? Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
2: Do you, you just like to... feel like bigger, and you're,
0: yeah. and you're going into first grade, yes. right? Yes. Wow. I know, um, my baby girl. I know, it's totally grown up. I was reminding her that uh, on this very day, six mm-hmm. years ago, I shot her out of me. <laughs> I was
2: trying to tell
0: Simon his birth story on his
2: birthday, yeah, and he he just turned four, everyone, and he was so he could not have been less interested. Yeah, it was he had no interest, and then he goes. Mommy, why do you keep trying to tell me about things that I don't want to hear about? And I'm like, okay, you're, d- you're done hearing about it? And I just started laughing. And then he goes, why Why are you laughing at that? And then when I started to explain, I was trying to say, like, well, I just think it's funny that I'm so interested in, like, telling you about your birth. And as I'm saying that, he just starts pressing buttons on his Buzz Lightyear going, eh, 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 so he can't even hear what I'm saying to answer his question anyway. <laughs> i will save it for another year.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah when he's 30. Yeah. Sit down, Simon. <laughs> Sit um, down. <laughs> That's right. Well, Katie Bell, we yes. are so happy that you joined us today. Yeah,
2: thanks for being here. Thank you it's for really being special. here. That's Thank right.
0: And it's very, as you get older, it is so much easier to treat you like an adult, mm-hmm. unlike what our topic will be about today, <laughs> where we treat the adults in our lives possibly like children.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: In particular, today, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to talk a little bit about treating our partners like kids. Mm -hmm. Do you treat Jesse like a child? No. And what (laughs) is wrong with you? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um,
2: My answer to that would be no. He might have a different answer. I really don't think, like, I'm sure we have our (laughs) share of screwed up dynamics in our relationship, (laughs) just like everyone. Yeah. But that in particular, I don't think we do.
0: Maybe yeah. it has something to do with the fact that we work together, too. Yeah. But, like, I just... That Maybe, is not... Yeah, who knows? Maybe you guys have known each other a long time. I don't know. There's I don't a know. lot that plays into this thing. And yeah, I... but describe what well, specifically this is, you're okay. talking about. Here's, like, actually, I want to do the opposite. I oh, want okay. Because when I threw this out to you as yeah. a topic, uh, and you were like, sure, sounds great. FYI, I don't treat Jesse like that. And yeah. I was like, so I'm not, I may not have much to say. And I was like, oh, no, actually, you might be able to help me. Yeah, <laughs> But... I want to know when I say that, yeah. what what comes to your mind? Because I think this is definitely one of those topics where in my mind I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And I think it's totally universal. Right. And then the moment I mention it to you and you look at me, I realize that may not be the case. The sure. sky may not be blue to all of us, right? So yeah. what okay, what is treating your partner? Uh, like a child in like, Yeah, what does up that conjure Yeah. I
2: think it means, like, um, just assuming that they don't know what they want or need, maybe. <laughs> like, kind of, like, telling them, like, you should do this or mm-hmm. you should do that. Or, like, um, e- like explaining things to them. Okay. Or, um, uh I don't know. I think it's it's more of like that brings up more of like a feeling than like specific scenarios. Because yeah. again, like that's not a scenario that I you think you're that man. I think is right, yeah. going on for me. So like I think it's more just like it brings up the concept of like that my like that like your partner doesn't
0: know. How to like make their own decisions. How to or be something. an adult, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, no. And I, okay, so I think that's roughly it. I think this topic started coming to my mind, and it may not be that I was even aware that it was something I was doing until I started seeing it in other places. Uh, and then I was like, wait, how much of that am I doing? But like a common thing that I hear from friends, or in discussions, or on you know message boards or groups, or in articles or whatever, everywhere on TV shows, mm-hmm. is stuff like uh, when my husband's sick. Uh, he's like worse than the kids. Oh, you know uh, what I mean? Like or yeah. um you know, uh, hold on. Oh, that whole idea of like they're just another kid. They're just to another take care kid. Of. Like I think there's yeah. a general thread of complaint about your yeah. your partner being just someone else you have to take care of. Uh-huh. And I think at the start when I started thinking about this as a topic, it was, well, how much are we making them into that? Uh-huh. And so my first line of thought was, okay, I think about for me, I can remember when I met Stefan and we started falling in love, one of the things I really, really loved about him is how self-sufficient he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's super self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Things don't rattle him. If something like, if he left the freezer open, you know, I can remember coming home from like a trip and he had like left the freezer open and like everything had melted mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, got to clean it up. There was no like tantrum. I dated yeah. a guy earlier who would have thrown up. Fit. Yeah. Like a you know, yeah. Just like a like a like a toddler. He would have thrown yeah. a fit, right? Yeah. And I was just like, oh wow, he just totally did that. Yeah, that's great. You know, like if I yeah. needed help with something, he just knew how to help. Yeah. You know, just total adult. Knows yeah. how to do stuff, right? Yeah. Then we have kids. Mm-hmm. And I I think as being around kids a lot mm-hmm. and when you're around kids a lot, you're like, okay, don't Put the knife there. Don't put mm. the, you know, there's a lot mm. of like, like
2: you can't, correcting.
0: Well, not only correcting, but it's yeah. that like what we talked about in the like show where we worry about fears and anxiety and th- where you're like, don't put that there. It's going to yeah, fall yeah. over. Oh, uh, yeah. Everything you can yeah. see the oh, next totally. step around the corner. Yeah. Or there's also the line of pro- thinking that like, how do I make my day easier? Then I mm. need X, Y, and Z to happen. And then poor Stefan steps into the picture and I start doing it to him. Mm. Right? Like, don't. Just use the blue milk. I mean, the milk with the blue milk. Like, why are you, like, mm. it'd be easier if you put the, mm. just start doing that. Mm-hmm. And then, and he's just like, luckily he's who he is. So he's like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but then that'll make me angry. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm just trying to help. But, <laughs> but also he could have also just done it. And if he did it different, it doesn't matter, right? Right. But so there's this little bit of a start, I think, that starts kind of organically of there's a in our house. And now this third person comes home from work Mm -hmm. uh, and I just start I can't break the habit of how I talk to the kids Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm talking to him. And then I think there's another thing that happens where whoever is the main, quote, unquote, caregiver. Mm -hmm. Can sometimes there's like there's a line that some of us cross I think where it goes from being caring for your partner right to taking care right of your partner right and I wonder how much of that sets some people up to just be like I feel like if she's gonna do it. Let Her do it, or if he's gonna do it, let her do it. Right, I'll just sit here.
2: Well, that's that's always my goal. Like, my goal is like for better or for worse, yeah. is just let him do what he's gonna do, yeah. it'll be fine. He does things his way, I do things my way, and yeah. it's sometimes it's a it's hard, but like, I try to think about like, what if he was telling me how to do some of the things around the house? I would be like, what the fuck? Exactly. Oh, excuse me. Oh, well, I've already said not it eighteen to say, times. Okay. Yeah. So I, she's outside. She's outside the studio, and she has headphones on. Yeah, everyone, guys. So yeah. I don't think she she's probably Wait. picking up on our swear words, but she she might <laughs> Maybe. be. Maybe. Um. But no, like I, I just I he treats me with a certain level of respect, like yeah. assuming that I can like that I like know what I'm doing and that I'm a grown person, <laughs> and so like I afford him the same, and it's just. There are those moments where I'm just like, why is he doing it that way? Like, what? Yes. but it's just like that's fine. That's just how he's. I mean,
0: I don't know. It's yeah, just you no. Know, it's a really weird. And ha- I mean, I think this is one of those. Once you have kids, even no matter what the relationship was like before, mm-hmm. the dynamics start to shift and change, and it's a trap. It's a, it's, a tra- it's a trap for yeah. a lot of us. I yeah. think, and because I, I totally hear you and in my brain. That is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Let him do it. Yeah. And we <laughs> were playing. <laughs> I thought I would issue this as a challenge to people. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure, yeah. if you do do this, yeah. go play a board game oh, with God. your partner. Yeah. Uh and the other night we set up Jenga and it's mm-hmm. Stefan and Katie <laughs> Bell and I and were playing Jenga. And every time Stefan pulls one that that is perfectly a legitimate Jenga move, everybody, uh-huh. I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> that why so funny. Why are you doing that? And then, of course, yeah. I caught myself, and yeah. I was like, or oh, just be quiet. And then it became yeah. like a joke where I was like, why are you doing it that way? Yeah. But it, it, that's exactly what it was. It went yeah. from like, why are you doing that to, in my head, what I really wanted to say is, why are you doing it that way? Right, yes. like, yeah. and it's, so I. Th- so that's my challenge to everybody. If you're not sure, yeah, go play try Go game. play a game. Oh, go God. get in a kayak together, everybody, <laughs> and see how you do. That stuff and I know learned very early on: never share a canoe or a kayak. That's so funny. We can't do it. Well, he can. I can't. <laughs> um, so I, you know, but then I think it's. I think what it does. The why I want to talk about it uh-huh. is because it can be so detrimental long term. Yeah. No one wants to be married to another child. Mm-mm. Everybody wants their partner to be capable and strong yeah. and do all the things that we were attracted to them before we had kids. Yeah. So it's, it, I guess it's just, why it ha- yeah. hey, why is it happening? And yeah. I think some of it really, at least for myself, some of it is just pattern. Yeah. I'm so like
2: just you spent all day doing being that person yeah. for your kids. Yeah, and even though if when seven I, comes home, you're still that you've been do, you've been in like retraining your brain yeah. to do that all day long. It's, it's really hard to like hard. break out of it. I totally yeah, and go that. into
0: adult mode with oh, your totally. partner. Oh, totally. not, which is maybe even the larger discussion here. How do you yeah. find uh, People are always like have adult time?
2: Yeah, it's switching gears, yeah. is what you're talking about. Which yeah. is really hard. It's and even so when hard. I was working
0: yeah when I was working with Katie Bell and still coming home mm-hmm. I still yeah. like it still did it because at work I was in charge of you X, were, Y, and Z you and know? you weren't
2: weren't you kind of like taking care I was of taking care. I was taking care yeah. of giant
0: man children yeah. and women children Right, my printer's yeah. broken is it on? yeah <laughs> and if that was even a joke yeah. guys it's not
2: <laughs> um. I about the concept of you know that idea like oh like my my husband or my partner is just like one more kid to take care of that concept it's it's interesting I I will not deny that I've like ever had that thought okay um however like I actually I had this really great conversation with a friend of mine about this like a few months ago and I'm remembering it right now and what we talked about was the fact that, you know, you're, especially if you're, you know, a stay at home parent or you have days where you spend with just the kids. Yeah. When your partner then is there or like, you know, maybe your partner travels or something like that. Then when your partner is there, um, you know, we've talked about that adjustment of like having a partner there and I can see like how, how it could very easily feel like, Oh, it's just like another person to take care of. But like that, I think what, we're noticing at least for me is that yeah like our partners are another person with needs yeah. every single one of us has needs I have needs right. my kids have needs my husband has needs my dogs have needs <laughs> <laughs> you know like we all have needs and wh- the more of us that are around yeah the more needs there are that need to be fulfilled right. and like a lot of us have trouble with like not taking that on like it's my job to fulfill everyone's needs right? in my household like it's really hard to to just go like i'm just responsible for myself and like half of the ki- half yeah. of taking care of the kids and the pets or whatever right um it's really hard to do that and so sometimes like very naturally just the fact that your partner's there you're you're not switching gears in your brain and thinking like oh like my partner's needs are like to connect with me as a friend and right. like that's good for me too my needs are like match his needs in that sense um
0: that's really hard it's really I hard mean, I, I but don't like I think we like talk about how hard that can be sometimes mm-hmm. it, it it is a really hard gear to shift and i don't know if it gets better as kids get older and they become more independent and you're less like literally holding them yeah. uh, every second of every day. yeah. Um, But it is, I there's also like a little, I think a little bit of you, you're like, I myself am acting a bit like a baby in this process because in my brain, there's part of that, I can go yeah. back to that sleep regression thing where I'm like, this isn't fair. Yeah, You know, there's like yeah. a little bit of a, I don't, because it, like you said, everybody's sitting around with needs being met uh, or needing to be met. Yeah. Including yourself, yeah, and who's the one that usually doesn't get met the most, yeah, the one who's taking care of everybody else because I think we get screwed up thinking that's going to somehow fulfill a need of ours totally by taking care of everybody, totally. We
2: think that that we're doing our job by taking care of everyone else's needs first, like above our own,
0: yeah. And but but it's a really hard place not only switch gears and to then allow your needs to be met too, whatever they are. And what stinks is sometimes the need you need met is not being with your family yeah. a little bit which then again yeah. there's like all these layers to make it hard to reconnect i have to literally sit there and say when i'm in one of my super somebody was mentioning on the message board that they like that i say i'm a pill i was having one of my pill mm. my pill mm-hmm. uh especially when i am being a pill uh i have to i have literally recently had to start saying in my brain he is my friend. Yeah, Stefan is my friend. Yes, why I need to see him? Yeah. as my friend. Yes, not as other. Yes, right. And it is hard. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm yeah. with you. I, I, I'm I, with you. you know, that it's hard. I, I, yeah, I, it, it is. It's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, it is. Sorry, guys. I'm not sure. Where I know. To go I, don't, with this. I don't know what else to say about I, that either. I totally agree. Yeah. it's so really it's, hard. So it's changing gears. Yeah. Which we all agree is hard. Yeah. It, it's uh, taking care of your own needs because mm-hmm. then that allows you to not feel like the need provider for everybody else. Yeah.
2: Or resentful or that resentful. other people have their own needs. Like they're right. not, they're not having needs at you necessarily. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like sure. Yeah. They have their own needs. That's right. not happening to you. <laughs> That's just their thing. It's just their
0: thing. And you, you don't have to take care of it. No. It's sort of like, no. you don't have to do the laundry this minute or clean yeah. up that pile. Like a pile no. can stay there for a very long time. Totally. Guys. Trust me. Totally. Piles can stay forever. If you <laughs> want, uh, but uh the 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 third element of this is going back and switching how we say things. Yes. And I think yes. and this is definitely one on us. Uh-huh. And that is like we have to stop saying those things like you know, she's just a baby. You know, she like needs everything, you know, mm-hmm. or about your partner or oh, he yeah. needs you yeah. know. God, I swear, he I can't even, he can't even, you know, yeah. put away his own laundry. Yeah. Right? Well, Jesus, she can't yeah. even put the toilet paper on the roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there are, it doesn't mean that things that each other are doing aren't aggravating or need oh, totally. to be worked out. Yeah. They do. But we need to stop lumping it in to, A, if it's really bothering you, you need yeah. to say it yeah. and then work together as a team to fix it. Yep. Uh, because if you don't, it's never going to change, and that's gonna grow into a beautiful nugget of <laughs> resentment uh and if it's but if it's something it, and but regardless of whatever it is, we have to stop being mean mm-hmm. when we talk about it' Cause, I mean you know I, I, and there's sort of just the opposite we've talked about this on the show before where When I'm not feeling great about how I'm treating the kids, Mm -hmm. I sit there and I think, if I talk to Stefan like this, he would get up and leave the table. Yeah. But then again, I do. (laughs) Right? So, like, and he sits there, very nice, and, like, deals with it. Hmm. Um, But, like... How do you? Oh God! It just means we have to start treating everybody nicer. Well, Ugh. yeah, but but I part mean, of that is being
2: nice to yourself. Yeah, it's being. I really like. I really think it starts with being nice to yourself. Like, yeah, it's just you're doing a good job. Uh, yeah, you know I, what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just. I feel like. Um, this is like, I swear this is related, but like Simon, after his birthday was over, you know, he turned four. So like, he's still kind of like asking for presents. So like when I see him, he's like, do you have something for me? Like do you have And like it's a couple of times I found myself just being like no, your party yeah. is over, like your birthday is over. You got a lot of really nice things. <laughs> no, like, right? Because yes. and the, and I realized the reason I was reacting that way was because I felt bad saying no every time. I, I felt I felt like every time he asked for something that I and I didn't have Couldn't something for like... him, it made me feel a little bit guilty even though I know it makes no sense and it would be re- Stupid as hell for me to have lots of extra presents to give him anytime he wants a present. That would make no sense. Yeah, but you're right. But it still makes me feel bad, so I lash out. And you are like, exactly right. right? You're and, exactly right. Okay, you're exactly Thank you. right.
0: You're. That is exactly yeah. it. So when any of the people in your life, yeah. You feel like they have a need that they're asking you for and you can't meet it.
2: Yeah. Even if it's not appropriate for you to meet it.
0: Right. You, you still, still feel guilty yeah, like about it. Yeah, you're letting them down And your somehow. response can be yeah. defensive. Yeah. Right. Especially if it's like a repeat need. <laughs> yeah. And I, I even just like sitting and having hangout time with Stefan. Yeah. Like... The more I know that time passes and I haven't, we haven't had that, uh-huh. the more defensive I get sure. about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rhymed totally. Aside. And then that can spiral into, you just get to watch television whenever, like in my brain. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just like another kid who wants to watch television, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, just, it just, <laughs> right. spir- oh, guys, we have so much work to do. I'm just paying attention to our thoughts. Oh, that's so much harder than teaching our kids manners. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Hal, and we're the hosts of We Got This. The show that offers definitive answers to dumb debates that you suggest. Every Wednesday, we discuss the hot-button topics you never knew you cared so much about, like whether you should put ketchup on a hot dog. What's the best Star Wars movie? Whether it's better to be too hot or too cold. Coke or Pepsi? Best Marvel movie? Which is the best religion? I told you we're not doing that one. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org. And don't worry, everyone.
0: Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. I Saw what you did. Oh my god. I'm paying attention. Wow. You mom are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius.
2: Okay. We decided to do a piñata at Simon's birthday party. <laughs>
0: god, tell <laughs> okay. me it went okay. It
2: okay. I this was is genius, so I'm getting gonna... It's genius. I okay, I was apprehensive about it because I haven't been to a party where we've done a piñata in a long time. People don't really do them for two reasons. I I figured out one violence. Yeah. And two shitloads of candy. Oh, yeah. No, Neither every, of which you want. Going every on at party, party
0: that we go to has really? this, and there's no one ever controlling where kids are swinging that stick. Okay. It is a total eye buster. Okay. Go ahead. So, uh,
2: yeah. So, but I haven't been yeah. to one. So, I feel like <laughs> people aren't doing these probably for good reason, you know? <laughs> but we, in our neighborhood, there's tons of like little party stores yeah. for like quinceañeras and like, you yeah. know, whatever. And so there's. There's piñatas everywhere yeah. in our neighborhood. And so Simon has been eyeing these things and like trying to make sense of them. And I told him what they were. He was super pumped about the yeah. idea and wanted us to get one. I'm like, well, it's it's for a party. You do it at a birthday party. We can do one at your birthday party, I said <laughs> unthinkingly. Um, but then he really wanted to do one. Yeah. So we got like a super cheap $15 like straight up like homemade yeah. piñata from like the party stop shop yeah. down the street and it's a huge pinata of Buzz Lightyear like a homemade Buzz Lightyear yeah. pinata and it's it's amazing yeah it's totally amazing he's in love with it. Yeah. And he we had to talk through so many times how it was all going to go down. You're going like, to beat the you're shit out of beat him. Yeah. You're and gonna he's going to be off. so destroyed <laughs> that you'll never see him again. He's yeah. going to go in the trash. Yeah. At the end of it. Right. Which was rough getting him yeah. on board for That's, that. It's hard. But he really still really wanted to do it. OK. Yeah. And so I'm just sure that this is going to lead towards a meltdown yeah. of some kind. Um, But it. Didn't I mean I don't know like we had the rocked. party at a place yeah. and so the people like knew how to do pinatas like yeah. they knew like have the kids line up and we had little bags and like right. they they really like controlled oh, yeah. it they controlled the space, um it was, it was kind of insane wow because you're seeing like these kids that were working so hard to teach not to like act oh, do acts of aggression it's like, crazy hit
0: it. Show yeah. Buzz who's boss. And like, then the feeding frenzy to get the candy. And then the candy.
2: But it was inside. It was on carpet. Yeah. The kids are still pretty little. <laughs> yeah. it, it, amazingly, yeah. it went off without a hitch. Amazing. It was so fun. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. All the parents were, like, cracking up. I mean, I don't even know what else to say. That's it was great. Just,
0: it worked like it worked out. Perfect. It was awesome. I'm so glad to hear yeah. that this is on the genius side of the piata. Yes. Could have very easily been on the other side. That's very good. Um, so I don't know if I've shared this before. So if I have. I apologize. Okay. But Ellis is a penis grabber, Uh especially when we're changing the diaper. Penis-weenus. Penis-weenus. Penis-weenus, guys. Uh, And uh, penis, penis, penis. (laughs) God, that kid loves talking about penises. Uh, Anyway, so whenever we take the diaper off, especially when there's poop, Mm -hmm. I've got to redirect him. Oh, yeah, because otherwise he's grabbing. Oh, he's grabbing. Mm -hmm. And so I always have to, I've started yelling as soon as I start to take the diaper off, where's your head? Where oh, yeah. are your eyes? Oh Where's your nose? Yeah. Where's your ears? No, you haven't talked about that. Okay, yeah, and he loves that's it. Great. And he loves it. Where's your neck? Where's okay. your like and he does all because yeah. both hands had to touch everything and that gives me enough time yes. to at least get most of the poop which he might be right. able to grab right. uh off. Right. So that's there you go, everybody. Good yeah. job. Yeah. You're welcome.
3: Hey one dad mother. I am so happy to be calling you with a genius moment. I have a two-year-old son who I have been trying desperately to try to do something artsy and fun with him, but it never worked. And, like, I give him crayons. He eats the crayons. (laughs) I give him Play-Doh. He eats the (laughs) Play-Doh. So I figured, why not just give him something he can eat anyways? So this weekend I made sugar cookies. I just cut them out. in some fun shape. And then when he got bored today, I just made some quick, um, like, powdered sugar icing, and just put in a squeeze bottle and just clean it down. And oh my gosh, it happened to be for 45 minutes. 45 minutes. It was fantastic. And then clean up. Oh my gosh, stuff, what's up with a wet paper towel. <laughs> and I took two wipes to clean my my son. And oh, it was so wonderful. And I had, I had a foresight. I put down parchment paper on top of the counter and taped it
0: down, and then when I was done, I just picked it up. Boom! <laughs> Countertop clean. Oh, it was fantastic. Ah, Bye. I love this. Great. This such a good genius. Really moment. good genius. Moment. Oh, that's just definitely one where you're standing in the kitchen, just like, I did this, universe, yes. and yeah. it'll never work again. But awesome, <laughs> awesome job. Failures.
2: Fail. 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 You suck. Well, I just stupidly made the mistake of telling Simon on his birthday that there would be presents later. Mm. Like we gave him his his main present was his Buzz Lightyear, which he really wanted. And I was giving it to him first thing in the morning because obviously we're not going to wait all day for that. Yeah. So he got that and he was really excited. and It was great. But then like I just stupidly mentioned later we'll do more presents. And there weren't that many more presents, but there were a couple things from like grandparents and stuff. But I just didn't want to do them all in the morning because, like, Jesse was at work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why I told him that because then the whole rest of the day, he was like a. Nightmare. Yeah, like it wasn't fun. No, it wasn't like fun anticipation of presents. It was like flip out time. Yeah,
0: where's my fix? Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was heroin somewhere awful. in the house. And then
2: like because I was like, well, it's his birthday. I don't want this to be miserable. Yeah. This sucks. I was like, I ended up like giving him a couple of them throughout the day because I was like, right. oh, I'll just give him one now and like that'll kind of I don't know. what oh. I was just oh like just ruined. Next year I gotta remember like. <laughs> Either they're surprise presents later or yeah. we just do them all right the moment he gets up in the
0: morning. Yeah, no, there's there's like <laughs> birthdays are such a set up for failure we're gonna be having a pinata it's a oh you are yeah we've never done them for those many same Uh reasons uh it's a superhero party Stefan's gonna be an evil villain who's gonna come with a giant tnt thing and then we're gonna let kids beat the crap out of it so that will be a failure okay uh starting uh next week look forward to that but the other failure is again surrounding the party we were like all right last year we had a backyard birthday party and it worked out pretty well pretty easy to corral the kids katie bell's now uh, turning six so a lot of her friends are six uh we invited a couple of kids from the class a couple of friends uh that she has and then who don't go to school with us and then a couple of our friends who've got kids that kind of thing the fail is it's it's not really a fail guys because i'm nice but everybody's bringing their siblings so like this party of like 15, 16 kids has turned into a party of, like, 27, 28 kids. Mm. And so it's just, like, like I think... That's last, so many kids. It's so many that kids. That is, like, way too many kids. It's, I, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't think that a couple of people had siblings, right. but there are a lot of people I only vaguely know. I don't know if they've got babies right, or, totally. like, whatever. And at least I said, tell me how many kids are coming. Yeah. But, like, I made, like, capes for, like, oh. kids to, like, decorate. I mean, I'd have felt. I mean, it was all pretty right. easy to do, but, like... Still, it suddenly yeah. became a difference of like 15 capes to like 30 capes yep. in case, because you know more people are going to show up oh, than no, you right. invited, right? No. And it's not like pizza for 18 kids, it's pizza for 30 kids and yep. then 20 parents. You know what yep. I mean? Like it is, there are yep. going to be like 50 people. Oh my God. In our backyard, in our front yard in this house. It is going to be a thing. Wow. Yeah, I, but you don't want to be the asshole who's like, no siblings. No. no so no, I don't know. I don't, know what, you I don't do. know what we could have done, but it was definitely like last yeah. night as we were trying to prepare for next weekend for this. It was just this moment of like, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hi, one bad mother. I'm calling in with four fails in four minutes. Um, I'm sitting in the kitchen feeding darling son, who's about 10 months old, some wholesome homemade baby food, which I decided to make because the breastfeeding didn't work out so well. And (laughs) God help me, I was going to give that kid some homemade baby food, so (laughs) the guilt would go away for the breastfeeding. Anyways, feeding him, he wasn't having it. I decided, hmm, maybe he wants to feed himself. He's 10 months old. So I placed the ceramic ramekin of baby food onto the tray, To which darling husband says, I don't think that's a good idea, but I do it anyways. Darling son's excited, using the spoon to sort of get things in his mouth, um, enjoying himself. I'm thinking, hey, this is working. Uh, Darling husband walks out of the room. I turn my back for less than one minute, which was fail number one, to grab a towel and crash onto the floor. Ceramic ramekin goes filled with precious homemade baby food. Fail number two, I look at that homemade baby food and think, hmm, that took a long time and I think my floors are relatively clean. I'm going to keep feeding him. Scoop it into another ramekin, continue feeding him, all is well until fail fail number three when I see a white Mm -hmm. shard of probably the ramekin in my baby's mouth. I use my mom's skills to quickly remove it, look for damage, no blood, no cut, no harm, no foul, uh, which then leads to... Fail number four, when my husband walked back into the room and said, how did that go? And I lie and say, great. (laughs) I hope all of these fails help you feel better about yourself. You're welcome.
0: Uh, That's amazing.
2: I definitely feel better.
0: I feel better. (laughs) I like there's just so many multiple layers of bad decisions there. And just hope. A lot of hope. A lot of hope. A lot of a lot of hope. You know? Yeah. This will
2: probably work out. This is fine. This will probably be okay. Yeah.
0: It's it's probably going to be okay. <laughs> but what it does, I will say, this does take me right back to that, like, 10 months. Uh-huh. You're not all right, guys. No. At you're 10 still months, not you're, all right. You're not all right. I mean, no the, the truth is you may never be all right, but at 10 months, you're <laughs> you're really not, right. not okay still. No. <laughs> Your decision-making is very bad. Skewed. Skewed. Well, you're doing a horrible job. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Greatest mom I've ever
2: known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I
0: love you. I Teresa, love yes. You. Let's call a dad. Yay. Let's call a dad. <laughs> Woo! Gonna call a dad. Don't know where that song came from this week. We are welcoming back Stay-at-Home Dad, creator of Daddy Doctrine's blog, and one of the founders of the National Stay-at-Home Dads Network, Chris Routley. Welcome back.
5: Welcome. Well, it's great to be here. (laughs) Point of clarification, I'm not one of the founders. I I am heavily involved, but I can't take credit for founding.
0: Well, then, I'm—
5: Fine. <laughs> Are you sure we a, you don't want to take is,
0: credit for that?
5: <laughs> I would. I would love to. I'm not that much of a veteran quite yet.
0: All right. Fair enough. We have had one of your veterans on earlier this year. So, but you're still yeah.
2: like you're still like a VIP. You're like VIP. Let's, let's just we'll leave it at that. You don't have to yes say yes or no. We'll just, just say, say for you, you're a VIP. Right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Um, Well, we're going to start off with a question. We've already delved into this with you, but for people who may be listening uh, for the first time today and possibly for uh, the first time to you on our show, why don't you tell us who lives in your house?
5: So I I live in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Anna, and we have two little boys. Tucker is six and Coltrane is four. Nice. Uh, They have continued to grow since I last talked to you.
0: (laughs) Oh, they didn't stop growing. That's adorable.
2: Yeah.
5: Tucker starts first grade next wow. month, and it's freaking me out. Yeah, my daughter. I'm going to have a first grader. I
0: know my daughter's birthday is today, and she is starting. Well, she's six, and she is also starting first grade. Do you think that first grade is hard? Is like more crazy in your head than kindergarten was?
5: I think so. I mean, I, it, maybe it's naive because it, I, when I think about what, the way kindergarten was when I was a kid, that it was mostly you know play, right. and I know that it's changed a lot, but. I tend to think of first grade as real school, and uh, they'll be—you know—all bets are off. There's no more excuses. Um,
0: yeah, and
5: uh, you know, we're off, it feels like we're off to the races.
0: Well, Chris, we want to start off a little bit with, you know, a stay-at-home dad. Uh, we had a topic earlier today, a little bit about a habit that we can fall into of treating our partners uh, and you know the people in our lives uh, like kids, like another kid that we have. Uh, Teresa somehow has <laughs> managed to avoid this by respecting her partner
3: uh,
0: <laughs> and assuming that he is totally capable of doing things. I know. It seems crazy. It's crazy. I Whatever whatever lies get you to sleep at night, Teresa. No, no. Um, and I was explaining that uh, even when I worked full time and had my first daughter and now I'm stay-at-home mom uh, with the two kids. And even under my best days, it's very easy, since I spend so much of my day being like, don't do this, do this, da-da, 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 you know, like riding the kids, uh, trying to basically make them do things the correct way. Corral them. Corral them, make them do what I, you know, quote-unquote correct. Then when I'm having any sort of engagement with my partner It's a lot of like. Is that can you just put your fork over there? Can you just like? Why why would you? That's the milk that's better over there. And then, and then for some people, that can then lead to, you know, some of the stuff that you hear out in the world of, you know, you know, great my husband's sick and he's worse than the three-year-old or I just right. have another kid sitting around the house. And because usually on message boards and play and the people that I'm speaking with are usually the moms. I sometimes wonder, is it a mom thing or is it a, whoever is the main dealer of the kids, uh thing and that, and that's it. So I just wondered, had you experienced this and what your thoughts were on this?
5: So, um, I I want to be careful about being like generalities because I know that everyone, you know, everyone's dynamic is different. My experience is that in general, um, dads don't do that quite as much to their spouses. And it probably has to do with the kind of guys who would stay home as a stay home dad, Mm. recognize that just as much as they are breaking a mold kind of socially with the role their wife is as well. So um, they're, there might be a little bit more on the same page of of uh, of not doing that. The other the other thing, what it tends, that I tend to think that it comes from. Like I don't I don't feel like uh, my wife does does that to me, um, and I'm very fortunate for that. But I know lots of guys who are stay at home dads, and yet their their wives still do it. <laughs> um, and I think it is because, and I think that it is because, as a society, we have for a long time, at least, we accepted. Um, Men infantilizing women in the workplace, you know, I'll take care of that for you. They Uh... can't really take care of it. And women could do the same thing to men at home. Wow. And we've we've made pretty big strides of very quickly jumping on the former and saying, nope, we're not going to put up with that. Even just joking. And yeah. even if there's truth to it, even if, you know, even if a woman it doesn't know what she's doing with a computer or whatever, we never <laughs> take that back to the fact that she's a woman or right. whatever. <laughs> she's just um, not trained. <laughs> every, every day I get sent, you know, some new Facebook meme or the same old ones about, you know, I really have three children, you know, or my husband is the biggest child I'll ever have. Yeah. And it and it, it's just, I mean, at this point it's just so old. Most of the guys that I know are just, they roll their eyes and feel like, what are we going to, what are you going to do? It can't change. I, I, I don't guys don't do that about their wives in terms of parenting or in the home. Um, it much to my surprise, I've met stay home dads who are, you know, misogynists and, uh, I don't understand that, mm-hmm. but, um, it does happen. But for, I would say that in general, most of the guys who are doing this realize, you know, they're maybe a little bit more aware of, uh, their wives are rock stars. Their wives are under a lot of pressure because they're not fulfilling a traditional role, and so they try not to add to that. Um,
0: well, I think it's interesting. We know. are when we were talking. I was actually kind of surprised where our discussion kind of went. And again, I which really, and I, and you're touching on it here too. And I think it's there's it's changing our thinking and our gears from. Whoever, it's very easy to get into the trap of I'm the one who has it the hardest or I am working the hardest, you know, whether right. it's out, you know, uh, at, at, at your the time of day where you're in your, you know, say work job at an office or wherever uh, in my traditional places people go. <laughs> um, or yeah. if you're with kids all day or if you're balancing both or whatever the scenario is, you we we sort of touched on the fact that it can be, once kids come to the picture, it's very hard to stay connected as the friends that you were with your partner before the kids and the sort it's of... sure yeah. Yeah, the easy way it is to, to say, wow, you're doing a good job. That's hard, what you're doing. You know what I mean? To each other. As a feminist, it is very easy for me to get caught up in one line of thinking and uh, thanks to this show, I have really wound up expanding my thoughts of how we are treating all parents, uh, male and female to and how important that is to get the results of a more equal- based parenting system. So I think yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting the point you made about uh, you know, Men infantizing women in the workforce, and yet we've always been allowed. Women are allowed to do that to men at home. Yeah, it's interesting.
5: It's it's certainly not called out, or if it is called yeah. out, it tends yeah. to be oh, you know, get over it, you're, you're whining, or or they say, but lots of dads are like that, and so therefore it's yeah. And there, and truth there are like, there are a lot of terrible dads and terrible husbands out there.
0: Ah, it's a lot of and terrible it's not moms. Me to decide whether <laughs> they should have
5: known better before they had a kid with them or whatever. Right. But <laughs> but but I do know that that like people in general will rise to the bar that you set for them. And so at in in, in the home, if if men are treated like they're just another child, uh, then they will probably live up to that. You know, and, and, and there's there's certainly an element to it where I feel like men are taught throughout their lives that they, they need to, you know, be respected and by to be um treated like a child is kind of a is, is one of the ways that women could kind of and needle them, I guess. Right. Because uh, that will maybe hurt them a little bit more. I, I, I really don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm very I feel very fortunate that I don't think that happened uh, in my marriage. Um, what I what I have noticed, like you were talking about how you know your friendship can change once you have kids, and you were talking about the way that you talk to your kids and not wanting to talk to your spouse that way. Yeah. Um, I've actually found the, the reverse in that there's been times when I was talking to my kids and I realized. I would never talk to another human being the right. way that I talk yeah. to them. Yes, in terms I, I, of like how maybe how quickly I would fly off the handle. Yes, yeah. or take something personally, and I'd be like, "Wow, oh, like these are the people I'm supposed to like love more than anything," and yet I will, I will talk to them in ways I would never talk to somebody else, and it really made me step back. Including, I would never talk to my wife that way, I mean, she would not take it well.
0: Well, yeah, no, um, I, yeah, I, I think I literally said those exact Biz, the words. Same words earlier. came out of Biz's
2: mouth. 20 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, No, it's
0: exactly right. If uh-huh. I caught myself talking to Stefan, like I talked to, Cal, like it's the patience level. It's the explaining, like the patience that we extend to strangers. Yeah. Suddenly yeah. we don't extend to our own. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, how do you fix that? <laughs> how do you, what do you do, Chris, to fix that? I'm, and I'm totally
5: serious. I, well, what I, what I do is make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um, I, I've been very intentional uh, with, Sitting down and, and apologizing to my kids, um, and being upfront with them about my own imperfections that way. Um, you know, I mean, go to see Inside Out. That really helps you talking about your, <laughs> your emotions and yeah. giving, giving language to like, to how your emotions might control you in any given situation. And, um, I, I just, I felt like I just had to be upfront and honest with my kids about it. And that helped keep me. Just more a lot more aware of it because it can be so easy to be talked condescendingly, and you know, to you know, a six-year-old who you think should know better, you know, in a way you'd never talk to anybody else. Yeah, and you know, and and to get back to like like the topic of you know whether we talk to our husbands that way or our partners that way, um, like I think we have to be just as aware. And yeah. I, I mean, I do think I do think that moms can easily have a blind spot. To the way that they talk about their partners, um, or that the, they talk about dads in general—that they, you know, that maybe they think, well, I'm not talking about my own husband because he's great, but in general, dads are terrible or whatever. Um, those, you know, we we talk about in you know when it comes to privilege and we come to discrimination, we talk about microaggressions a lot, and uh, that's one of those things. I mean, you know, parenting is like the one sphere where males do not have the privilege,
3: yeah,
5: and um And it's not a matter that we suddenly need to have the privilege there, but it means that we experience something similar to what other groups do in situations where they lack privilege, where microaggressions are kind of written off as not really a big deal, um, whereas they can. They can build up over time, and dads can disengage because they just can't be bothered to have to try to defend themselves, uh, you know. So it's definitely something that I want moms to be aware of. Thankfully, I know your listeners are awesome in this regard, but even (laughs) then— Yeah, but
0: no, but I mean, even then— It happens
5: all the time.
0: Even on our best days, okay? You know, even on our best days, male, female, doesn't matter who you are, even on our best days, it's very easy to dismiss, you know, to dismiss what we're saying or not not be aware. And it's also very hard to go through life— trying to watch everything that comes out of our mouth. I mean, that's also a lot of pressure. Uh, And I think, I think uh, for me, an overall goal is just the more I can be aware, even when I make the mistakes, the more I can be like, oh, sorry. You know, i love to apologize, people. I I (laughs) fucking love it. Uh Um, I'm Canadian,
5: so it comes very easily. Yeah, it comes very easily.
0: I want to shift. I think this this fits in nicely with the next thing. I think... uh, Again, we talk so much about wanting equality uh, in our relationships, especially in parenting. And I think yeah. a big movement that you were part of uh, earlier was just trying to change advertising and how advertising especially portrays dads. You know, dumb old dad yeah. brought home a goat instead of Christmas presents. <laughs> right, but that was like two yeah. years ago. That was like a Target ad or something. And I was like, really? A goat? <laughs> um, you don't know how to put diapers on. And you were like, you, you really... Uh, sort of led the charge on that. Uh, And we talked about that in our first show with you. And one of the other things you touched on that was really eye-opening to us was as a stay-at-home dad trying to find things to do in the afternoon with your kids and trying to sign up for, like, mom groups or uh, play groups and really not being allowed to join because you were a man. And heaven forbid there was something sinister involved in that. And so what we learned, I think, as a group was, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. We should probably work on that and mm-hmm. not exclude you like that. Another place I think parents turn for support is online, is parenting yep. groups. And I will 100%, full disclosure, never did those boards because I thought they were a place for crazy people. I just always <laughs> uh-huh. found so much craziness to happen. And then we started one. One bad mother started <laughs> a private group for on Facebook for people to come and share their parenting experiences, their genius, their fails, their rants, the whole nine yards. And it has been a really interesting experience to watch it grow and see how people engage. And I will say that one of the things that I personally uh, wrestle with is the need for parents to let off steam about partners. Because, Teresa, I, I actually would like you just to say what you said to me before the show when I was like... You know, I don't know. Do we let people rant about their partners or not?
2: Like, what do we do? And your thought was. Yeah. So in the context of people just straight up ranting, oh, I'm so frustrated with my partner today because whatever, whatever. But something something even mean, like something really over the top harsh about their partner. My thought on the positive side of that is that if somebody can come to a safe space to rant or vent about their partner, even if it's a little bit mean, but they're they're received in a safe way and a nice way by the group and they're supported and they're reminded that they should go get some exercise and <laughs> take some deep breaths and remember that they didn't marry a jerk right. and these sorts of things that they, that, that it, the forum can really be a place that can serve our members in the sense that they can go there to vent and rant and then get good feedback and feel better and sort of return to their partner feeling better and better, you know, better equipped to treat their partner with kindness and, you know, be a team with them and. Right. Go well, forward from that place. Well, yep. for
0: me, I it's really hard for me to read them without thinking. If a man wrote this, the whole internet would explode. Right? Like it uh-huh. would. So it, do you mean it, if a man wrote it about his wife? wife about his wife? Yeah. Yeah. If it, the, the tables, the, were, it, turned. If the tables yeah. were turned, even on the dumbest of you know like laundry issues yeah <laughs> even even if it was something as like my fucking wife my fucking leaves wife her leaves clothes <laughs>
3: <out> all, <laughs> all over
0: i see her bra one more time i'm going to implode <laughs> right like and so yeah. i'm really torn about when i read that like how does that make you know dads uh feel uh i mean is it creating a safe place for them Will not, dads...
2: not the dad who's being spoken no. of, who presumably is not on the board, but <laughs> right, dads but in who general, are dads there in general, reading,
0: right? Yeah. And because our in our universe, everybody's invited to our party, even people without kids yeah. or not married. And what do they think about all this? Um, also, is it is it a safe place for then dads to even feel like they can respond? It, I mean, it just feels like another playgroup situation. And yeah. I was wondering, as a Dad navigating the internet and things like that. How do you, I mean, is there truth to what Teresa says? Is there truth to what I, like, how do we balance that? How do we, what do we, what are your thoughts on that,
5: Chris? Well, I, I think that there is a lot of truth to Teresa, what Teresa says. Um, and I, and I know that because, like, in, in the, some of the groups that I'm in that are just stay at home dads, we get the same thing. Yeah. There are times when there are guys that they just need to vent a little bit and hear from a, some guys that have their back and understand and uh, tell them it's going to be okay and work through it or, or whatever. Um, but just like in mom's groups, that, like, th- there's there's a line that is sometimes hard to know what it is between letting off some steam or, you know, or it just turning into like a, a session to bash right. partners and uh, when things are productive and when they're not, or, you know, I mean, even in terms of like, if, if, if one person wants to talk about the specifics that their partner does that that infuriates them, that that's one thing, uh, as opposed to somebody wanting to rant about things that dads do or men do that mm-hmm. infuriates them. Right. Um, but when you get into the generalities like that, that would be when I would start to be like, uh, okay, I certainly wouldn't get away with that talking about moms. Right. Um, and it would be the same thing in the dads groups that I'm in, that we, we don't want to have threads bashing women. But sometimes it is healthy to let guys have a safe space where they can vent a little bit about whatever frustrates them. And and as it turns out, stay-at-home dads um, vent about exactly the same thing in terms of you know their their you know their their partner that is going to work every day, and the the stresses are almost identical in terms of coming home and not knowing the you know, how things go, you know, leaving leaving their cup next to the sink instead of putting it in the dishwasher, <laughs> uh, you know, all those, those kinds of little things. Yeah. It's exactly the same, exactly the same stuff. Um. The only, the, the major difference would be that often there's this added level of that sometimes with the stay-at-home dad, the mom comes home and assumes command, mm. Um. Or try, kind of tries to, so it can be even harder to kind of. Wow. Uh, you know, you know, so so dads will kind of have to assert themselves a little more. At the same time, there's also just as much wisdom in you got to let the non-primary caregiver have a chance to learn how to do things. You know, and women aren't. You know, you're not magical. You don't automatically know how to do all parenting things. You have to learn <laughs> as you go. We
3: don't. Just like, we don't. We're not like
5: magical. Dads, you know, <laughs> no as it turns out
3: this interview um, was over so there's
5: exactly the same kind of thing it's just it right. just tends to be yeah. it just tends to be that i think guys maybe a little more readily feel that they need to back away because once their wife comes home and they've been told they're not the primary
3: parent mm-hmm. anymore
5: um so that would be the major difference but otherwise it's all the same stuff that they vent about yeah um, and that can be very healthy it can also be unhealthy if it goes too far but um,
0: yeah. No, I think there's always like, again, that line you talk about, I think there's there's a line between this is normal ranting and there may be a larger problem at home. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's, you know, that is. But also
2: between like being specific about your yeah. own situation versus just generalizing about dads and
0: Yeah, dads. Like, I think that is
2: a really important distinction.
0: Yeah, I agree. And maybe that's sort of what. Sets my radar off when I see it online yeah. a little bit yeah. of like, this is not all dads, yeah. or and you know, yeah. and maybe it's the feedback that you're getting that's yeah, dads are dumb versus right. in our life, we try X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you know, like maybe or- it's just again, ugh, again, we all have to work so much harder, um, <laughs> being nice to each other and conscientious. One last thing I want to touch on, uh, speaking of places for dads to uh, cut loose, and again, I love talking with you because I always get like. Oh, I didn't think about I that. Like when you're like, and then, the you know, the wife comes home and she suddenly is like, get out. I'm the mom. I'm suddenly the, pri-, you know, like it sort of del- delineates yeah. or deletes all the work that the dad is doing at home. That is frustrating that's intense that's intense and complicated and complicated in many ways but you are part as we said part of the national stay-at-home dad network and you guys have a conference coming up and i would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about the conference uh so that if uh, there are any stay-at-home dads uh out there uh, that they can come and be a part of it
5: okay so the national at-home dad network this year is our 20th annual at-home dad convention love it um so 20 years they've been doing this it, it is going to be in Raleigh North Carolina um for this year and next year um it's shaping up to be the biggest year yet. I think last year we had I think it was 106 was our biggest and we now we're about 6 weeks away and we already have that many registered. So we're looking we're looking to go up to about 150 this year. Um it is without a doubt the the best thing that I do for myself every year in terms of supporting this role as a, as a stay-at-home dad, because it's it's kind of one-part retreat where I could get to get away, relax, hang out with some friends, a lot of guys that I know really well at this point. Um, it's kind of that cross with a professional development conference for parents. Wow. So, you know, speakers and breakout sessions where you can talk about specifics you're struggling with or just get inspired. You know, maybe we have, like last year, you know, we have speakers coming in talking about mental health or speakers talking about um, the importance of play or literacy or these kinds of different things. This year we're also offering CPR courses so people can get, uh, oh, That's great. take CPR, um, all these kinds of different things. And so uh, I really come home every year totally refreshed and kind of fired up to, you know, be a better dad and better equipped. Um and it is it's something that I would recommend any dad to come to, even if even if you question whether you're a stay at home dad or not. Um, because how we define because sometimes you know, is everyone has different ideas about that, but if you're a primary care caregiver for your kid at all, um, then you benefit from coming and just spending time talking with other dads who do the same thing. And uh we would love to have as many guys as we can.
0: I just think it's great. We're going to link people up to it so they can find out more information about it. Chris, yeah. once again, thank you so much for joining us. These are always really great discussions, and uh, we certainly don't mean to make you out to be the speaker of all fathers everywhere. Oh, good. But uh, we, we just always, like you. We like you, and we like your take <laughs> on it. So it's always well. Insightful. I like you guys
5: too. Well, well,
0: then, nice. Thanks. So, thank you so much for joining us again, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Chris.
5: My pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. Bye. You make me sing ooh. ooh la la la. You make a girl go. Ooh,
6: ooh, I'm in love.
0: love. I really a hundred percent mean it when I say that every time I we speak to him, and it's really true of like pretty much every guest we have on here, yeah. gaining that new insight into just into other people yeah, didn't and think about didn't it think about it that other way and nothing yeah. wrong with it don't have to get mad about it yeah <laughs> can just say oh oh thank d- you thank you for that information i'll file that away <laughs> so the next time i piss you off i can at least come back to it and say oh sorry yeah <laughs> i forgot about that yeah uh i thought that was really great yeah it was great yeah you know what else is great hmm Hearing people have breakdowns. Let's have a mom breakdown.
6: Hi, ladies. This is a rant. Um, (laughs) Yesterday, I made the big attempt to clean out the car and probably made it one quarter of the way through before the baby, who's a one-year-old, woke up early from his nap, and he's just been napping and sleeping like shit lately, (laughs) which is fine. But today... I'm not sure what happened, but I just reached into my bag on my way to work to try to find some sort of lipstick or mascara or something to put on, (laughs) and I'm not sure what I just reached into, but let's just say that it's sticky and it smells like feet, (laughs) and I'm just like, all right, well, there's got to be a baby wipe in here someplace, so I reach in the back seat where I usually keep the wipes, and the fucking container's empty, (laughs) and then I also have a can with, like, one of those wax cheese things shoved down into it, and I know he didn't do it, so I must have done it at some point, and I just feel like I'm tired of feeling dirty, and I know that I'm going to get into work, and, like, undoubtedly, there's going to be some banana someplace (laughs) that I just, you know, don't even realize until someone points it out with the word, like, smolch or smooch or whatever, whatever they want to... I'm just like, I'm, I just, I smell my foot hand right now, and I just, like, need five minutes to put on some fucking makeup and take a shower and clean the car, maybe more than five minutes. I'm going to go ahead and be greedy and say, I need, like, an hour. An hour and a car wash and a shower. Maybe two hours. Anyways, thanks for listening, and hopefully tomorrow will be a better day.
0: Do I so get the, like, I just yeah. want to not feel dirty all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I pulled, like, a sweatshirt out yesterday. Yeah. And I'd been in it all day. And Stephen was like, hey, what's that on your shoulder? And that's when I realized it was something. That yeah. I hadn't worn the sweatshirt in, like, five months. Yeah. So that had been on my shoulder mm-hmm. for, like, five months. Yeah. Like, I, parents everywhere get you, lady. Totally. That, like, reaching in. Just, there's something on your Oscar hand. was spitting up yeah. like unpredictably all the time, up through like
2: thirteen months. Yeah. Old. Yeah. He was just all my clothes, everything everywhere. Yeah. On
0: the floor, on tables, on chairs, yeah. on me I mean it was just Yeah, and the truth here's my here's my little nugget about uh the second kid mm-hmm. is how quickly I just let it totally devolve. I'm like, Oh, are you oh, walking yeah. around the house with a marker in your hand?
2: Yeah.
0: Bye. Well, you're doing that. Bye. So that Bye. Just yeah. Bye, Alice. Sure. (laughs) Keep it in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hang in there. You are doing a great job. Good.
2: People probably aren't noticing
0: as much as you think. They are, but (laughs) but if they know what's good for them, they will keep their mouth shut. Hang in there. You're doing great. Yes. Good job. All right. Before we bring Katie Bell back in, Mm -hmm. uh, to be adorable once more, everybody, Mm -hmm. my perfect, precious baby girl, uh, who in like an hour on the way home, I'll be like, stop it. We are not listening to that again. (laughs) Um, Get it together. It's your birthday. (laughs) Uh, Let's uh, talk about what we learned today. Okay. Not only being a parent, but being a person... Is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And now I understand why so many people talk, don't try. <laughs> <laughs> so many people live a very happy life walking around being a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I envy them. But not really. No. Because I would really like to try and be better and yeah. uh, in general. Yeah. To the, especially to the people that I love. Uh, so we need to remember to our, that our partners, if we have partners... Are our friends. Yes. And even if we don't have partners, that the people in our lives, especially the ones who are helping us, our friends or whatever, are also just that, our friends and family Mm -hmm. and really are trying to help. And like Teresa reminded us, everybody has needs. And just because an adult has needs, that doesn't make them suddenly a child. And that it's okay to meet their needs. Or not meet their needs. because yeah, you're not because expected to. they were all doing things totally on their own before you came along. Yeah. <laughs> and probably that independence is what attracted you to them. Yep. Uh, so, you know, again, what it all comes down to is shut your mouth.
3: <laughs> 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 that
0: is like literally the mantra in my head all day long. Shut your mouth, Elizabeth. <laughs> shut your mouth. Don't speak. Um, <laughs> we also learned that we need to be aware. In, in, as we try and be aware of others, I thought Chris made a really great point about supporting that, as you said, Teresa, we all need to vent mm-hmm. about the people in our lives. And I think some of that plays into sort of the how we sometimes wind up our partners become another child, another burden to us uh-huh. is the venting and how we vent mm-hmm. uh, and how we support people venting. And I think if we just all work on really being specific Mm -hmm. with what's bothering us when we put it out in the world for support. And Uh, how it
2: makes us feel. Yeah,
0: and how it makes us feel. And then we as friends and supporters get really specific about supporting Mm -hmm. and we stay away from generalizations. It's the generalization of all dads are dicks. Uh, it's the same and can't change diapers and are worthless. And it's the same generalization as my partner's a giant man baby or giant lady baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are generalizations. They're not specifics. So right. let's keep specifics in our mind. And I think that's going to really help us. And uh, we also learned that birthdays are great. So let's get the birthday girl back in and say goodbye to our birthday girl. Hold on. Katie Bell, yes. uh, today on the show, we talked a lot about trying to treat the people in our lives uh, better and nicer. Yes. Uh, so maybe you could give us a little advice from a six-year-old's mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. What is the best way to, if somebody is making you
1: crazy, mm-hmm. what should you do? Um, Say, I do not want you to do this right now.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, so communicating yes. your...
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um desires. What if they keep doing it?
1: Tell tell a teacher or a grown
0: up. I love that. Yeah. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> Get yes. some help. Yeah, That's good. very good. Uh well Katie Bell, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. And Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Do you have a birthday wish?
1: Um Yes. I've always wanted this to happen. I've wished this so many times. But it never happened. Okay. I wish I could fly. Oh, that's such a, <laughs> that's good, a wish. good wish. That's a good wish. Well,
0: don't ever jump off any buildings. What are we talking about on the way over here? You cannot actually fly. Have but- you ever
2: uh, been able to fly in your dream? Like, have you ever had a dream that you were flying?
0: Um, I don't think so.
2: Maybe but- you'll have a dream that you're flying. Because
0: that is fun. Because that's
2: pretty fun. Yeah. It's basically like... Figuring out what it's like to fly. That's right.
0: So it's pretty good. Uh, and we can make uh, your papa swing you around really fast later today. That kind of feels like flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie Bell, yes. I want you to know that I think you are doing a really good job being a kid. Okay? Thank you. Well, thank you. Teresa, you are doing a really good job.
1: Thank you. You're so awesome. are you, Biz. Thank
0: you. I'm trying really hard. Everybody out there, you are all doing a good job. Yeah, you uh, are. Yeah, you are. And, woo! Woo! <laughs> and like everything else in life, if you wake up one morning and don't think that you are it <laughs> doing a good job mm-hmm. and how you're dealing with your friends and your loved ones, you can always change it. Yeah. Easy enough. Yeah. All about adjusting and being aware of it. You're doing a great job and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got to
1: low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama Blue's Low down mama blue. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blue. Down mama blue. Down mama blue. You know that right.